Welcome to Omnipotent Growth with Cal. I'm an acting leader for more than a decade and your leadership trainer and coach. Each week you'll hear exceptional stories and interviews, as well as actionable strategies and tactics that you can implement right away. I want to thank you for spending some time to grow as a leader. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of Omnipotent Growth with Cow. We have uh, a great guest today, our friend Todor. Uh, we will introduce him in a minute. The topic for today is what are the top leadership qualities for the different levels in an organization? We have the per- perfect man for this topic. And now I will uh, give the word to Stefan for the introduction. Uh, thanks, Cow. It's an honor to present Thor. He was one of the very few people in our MBA cohort uh, that I was able to discuss corporate finance with. Uh, so as you can imagine, he has an extensive background in finance. Uh, Thor kicked off his career uh, in the insurance business as an M&A, this is mergers and acquisitions consultant in the Netherlands. Uh, then he was a head of planning and reporting of a mid-sized Russian insurance company. CFO of a Romanian pension and insurance company, and then finance director of a UK-owned consumer financing firm in Bulgaria. Now, he's a program director of a Belgian-owned share service center in Varna. Welcome, Tor. Nice to have you here. Do I miss something? (laughs) (laughs) Stefan, you almost have it all, so thank you for having me, guys, uh, on the show. I'm I'm very glad to, to be here. Um, yeah, the only thing is uh, I had a short stint of a GM of another financial institution company. So yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it all. So I'll be happy to share some of that uh, insights with you. Yeah. Great. So we can jump right on. Uh, our first question will be, as you were in almost every letter of the, of the corporate world, um, you are well aware of uh, how leadership qualities can affect uh, every position along the way to the top. So what are the special qualities that a leader needs uh, in the different levels? Yeah, no, that is true. I have uh, 16 years basically of, of, uh, of experience behind my back. And indeed, it is very true that uh, depending on a different level, I think you need different types of, of qualities uh, in, uh, when you're leading a team as opposed to when you're leading discussions at the board level. Mm. So um, uh, clearly, and that's probably not going to be new to some of the listeners and viewers, um, uh, when, you, when you start climbing up the corporate ladder, you need more of the hard skills. So you really need to have the, you know, the technical skills. You have to know what, you, what you're talking about in order to involve the people that are sitting around you in the team. As you grow up and up, you need to gain more of the so, so-called soft skills. Huh? Mm. And then eventually, I believe these days, the, the, the really the key word of, of being successful in leadership roles at a board level is really emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And the different yeah. styles of leadership that uh, that you have. Huh? So I think um, I think indeed different different qualities uh, are required. Um, I've been thinking when preparing for today's uh, show, guys. Um, and and one of the things that that is quite important is you actually don't. Um, I don't believe that that there are born leaders. You know, we've heard that way too often. You are a born leader. I personally don't believe in that. I think I think leaders are. You know, they're born people with qualities to become good leaders. But actually leadership is something that you can learn to do eh? Mm -hmm. and it needs experience. Uh, I I, I don't believe that, you know, you can really be a a very successful leader at the age of 20, you know, so it's really age related, but also sort of experience related. 
And the very important thing as you climb up at different roles is, is to really develop those soft skills and gain that, that emotional intelligence. And that would help you immensely yeah? mm-hmm. to be a successful leader at, uh, at, uh, at the higher levels, uh, let's say board mm-hmm. levels or mm-hmm. senior manager levels. Uh, how do you develop this uh, emotional intelligence traits? Yeah, it's it's not easy. You really have yeah. to work on it. And as a matter of fact, as I said, leadership is taught. I mean, we ourselves had a course on leadership um, uh, in the in the executive MBA program. But but really, leadership is taught is partly taught on the job. And the second thing is, is is you have to be, and that's the center of sort of my understanding of leadership to be self aware. Huh? So yeah. when you know that you are, you know, let's say, it's at a certain level, you have to develop yourself a plan. You have to know what you want to reach. How to develop those soft skills? You have to be aware of it. Uh, and, and those soft skills are not easy to acquire and they take time. Huh? Yeah. You know, they involve things like active listening. They involve things like, um, you know, showing empathy towards the other people. And, and they're very important and it takes time to build up. Huh? So you have to be able to reflect on how you behave because as, as you know, once you start growing the corporate ladder, there are other traits that I call them a bit more negative traits to leadership, like, you know, egocentrism yeah. and other <laughs> things. People become more, you know, Yeah. Full of, of themselves. Full of themselves <laughs> yeah. and indulged by the sort of the new sort of powers and accountabilities mm. they have. And, 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 and you have to counterbalance this by, by really working on your soft skills. And you have to have a plan to do that. Mm. Mm. So uh, I have a question that just popped up. Um, when I'm thinking about fixed mindsets and growth mindsets, like w- when you're explaining how you can evolve uh, through the ladder and how you can... Uh, actually improve yourself when you are reflecting on your qualities. You can improve even your emotional intelligence qualities. But then there are people that are not doing that. And uh, I often think about how that quality that uh, got you here won't get you there and how in the corporate ladder sometimes it's like a Russian roulette when you put somebody on the next level Is it going to work out if, if he's with a fixed mindset? Maybe he was a superstar, uh, a very talented person on the, the level that was Below, before. Yeah. And how, how you can uh, address this uh, beforehand? Because I'm always thinking about my staff and the people that I work with. Uh, how can I uh, show growth mindset to them? How can I work with them to, to achieve something and show them that talent is It leads somewhere, but then you have to build upon that. And out of your experience, how you can see uh, this uh, uh, change in people and how we can foster growth uh, in such people? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And it's, mm. it's, it's not easy. It's mm. not easy because sometimes when you reach a certain level, let's say mid- middle management level, mm. you're thinking, no, I'm ready for the next big step. Look, I know all the hard stuff and, and, I, and I'm working on soft skills. I've taken this kind of courses. I've mm. done this and that. You know, HR has helped me. But that's mm. just not enough. Huh? Mm. And sometimes you have to make that step and, and then you see and you have to be always open to receive feedback. That's what I said. It, it yeah. boils down to the, the, the active listening part I, I mentioned earlier. Because, you know, a successful leader has, at, at, at any level, it has, uh, let's say, personal qualities that are quite important. You know, the charisma, mm. you know, the, the emotional intelligence, all of that are personal qualities. But there are other qualities that are also very important that has to do, A, with the job. And I do believe, and I've always, for myself personally, in each and every role I've been to uh, in, It's been very important to know what I'm talking about, because huh? you've mm. seen also too many leaders that are just, 
you know, I'm just trying to find the right words. <laughs> yeah, they they sort of they believe that they they know what they're talking about. They improvise a lot. They yeah. they like to delegate and to sort of play the big boss. I think that's that's never going to get you there. And of course, once you grow and you become, let's say, at the C suit, you know, you, you won't know all the details. But at least if you even if you don't know, and I've had that, I've said, look, I don't know this, but let me take the time. To go prepare, through it, to read yeah. it, prepare, and then I get back to you with, with a decision or let's have the discussion like in a week from now. And you really Perfect. need to know the, the, the groundwork. Mm. So I think mm. that that big difference between the operational level and top management level, you have to sort of bridge it, but there should be a foundation there. Right? Without mm. it, I don't think you can be successful. Huh? Great, great. So I, I, I thought of uh, Jack Welch that said something very similar. You have to be able to go from the C-level suite and go to the operations to understand the process. Like, yeah. mm. hey guys, what is the problem? How we can <laughs> yeah, build upon that? Oh, that's a nice comparison. I, <laughs> yeah. I take it as a compliment. Very nice. Yeah. No, and the other thing is, I've, I've also read, you know, I've read books on leadership and I've, I've watched leaders. It's good to, to watch leaders. That's also, mm. I found it very inspiring from time to time. But I think the key uh, for being a successful leader is to stay authentic. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a there is a book we had on the NBA. You probably yeah. remember the the True North of yeah. Bill George. Mm-hmm. I read that book. I really liked it. It's, it's talking about authentic leadership, mm-hmm. and like you have to stay authentic to your own personal qualities. I think that's always a winning strategy. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't try to copy copycats. I don't think it's successful. You can watch really, really successful leaders. You know, they're always the same examples that are being given, you know, big, big yeah, tech yeah. companies, you know, the, the sort of Steve Jobs yeah. and, you know, Satya Madeo, all these kind of people. Yeah. And, and it's inspiring to watch, but be yourself, be, stay true to yourself. Mm. Cause I, cause I think that's, that is really a winning strategy. So, um, authentic leadership, I truly believe in, uh, guys. Huh? So, yeah. and you have to practice it. Huh? You have to practice <laughs> For it. For sure. Yeah. 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 And, uh, uh, just to, to, uh, give a little a bit of um, opinion uh, on authentic leadership. I always know that uh, I have to work on my strengths to keep improving them, but then I have to work on my weaknesses to support my strengths, not to uh, give them the ultimate focus because this won't uh, make me authentic, but just to 80-20, like uh, 80% of my time will go to my strengths, but 20% will go to improve my weaknesses because otherwise I'm, I'm going to have blind spots and maybe the ego is a problem, maybe too emotional, maybe exactly. something else. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. No, I, I agree with you. That, 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 as I mentioned earlier, when we spoke about the leadership development plan, sort mm. of it, you can call it whatever, but it's mm. the point that you are aware that you have to work on some points. Even yeah. the most successful leaders keep on working because leadership is not, it can be taught, as I said, but it's evolving. Huh? You, see, yeah. you see these days that uh, there are other qualities that are that are more important. We can talk about this, you know, inclusive leadership. How do you take people on board? Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, empower them? You know, how you take them on together so you can achieve the success together. That has changed a lot mm-hmm. over the last 20, 30 years. Huh? When exactly. so moving away more from the authoritarian type of sort of I know yeah. it all and you know it's my my word is what's going to happen. Then to taking people on board and you know. Uh, making yeah, decisions hear, together with them. Hear diverse opinions and so on. Mm. Yeah. Now let's let's switch the the angle a bit. Uh, you have worked at many places and cultures, and uh, we would like to to ask you: Is there, in your opinion, of course, is there any difference, and what is it between the Western and the more Eastern, the Russian culture, in in your particular case, and? Are there any nuances in itself in the Western cu- culture that we shall be aware of? 
Um, yeah, and no, I've seen there are a lot of differences. So thank you for the question, Steph. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of differences, and you and you have to be aware of that. As a matter of fact, um, bigger organizations that sent um, I've been an expat for six years, mm-hmm. and um, bigger organizations normally when you really make a big jump from the west to the east, and then I I spent uh, four years in Russia, but there are people that go to China, Japan, mm-hmm. North Oriental far cultures, east, yeah. they're far east. Uh, you know, you take trainings in advance and they teach you what's about the culture, but this is, is nothing in comparison when you have your first meeting, like I did uh, when I went to the to the company in, in, uh, in, in Moscow, and uh, I had a team of seven, eight people, of which only two spoke English. Huh? Whoa. <laughs> and, and, and then it's like, it's something so simple. You think about it, yeah, you know, probably because it's already a company with Western shareholders, and then yeah. suddenly you go, and in the first meeting, one of the, you know, my deputy had to translate for all the rest and now mm. try to make changes and do new stuff. It's very difficult. So, so that's sort of your first head on collision <laughs> with the different culture. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's just language It's simple as that, yeah, but it's very yeah, important. Yeah. Huh? It's so, a superficial level. The first it's a, it, it is, it is, it is. And I think, uh, especially, uh, uh, in terms of leadership styles, yes, they're very different. What I can say is I can compare, let's say the Netherlands where I spent mm-hmm. 11 years and then also, uh, 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 Russia with uh, uh, you know when, when I was there and it, it is a different style uh, I think in, in, in Russia and that's I'm talking about 10 years ago maybe it has changed since but there is much more of that authoritarian style that we used to know 20-30 yeah. years ago whereas you know the, 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 the leader or the C-level should have seen as um, you know high level executives they have to take the make the decisions the take the shots mm. they they are accountable responsible and the rest are just you know bees working bees that are that yeah. are executing yeah. Yeah. so it's um in, i think the i don't know how it has evolved over the last let's say 10 years because i i haven't i haven't been there but um it was a big difference so it, it's a little bit shocking if you're not aware of that and you're looking to take people on board you have to spend time to teach them how to do that because eh? people are ready to execute tasks as I said, this is particularly the company I work for, maybe in different organizations, different, but what I've seen during my time there is indeed that. Uh, and you have to be aware of it, you have to be prepared for that and to act upon it. Because uh, if you want to take people on board when making decisions about things or building business plans or you know, presenting or anything, uh, y- you need to work with them to understand that this is something different, something new. But I do believe that the sort of inclusive type of leadership mm-hmm. is the one that I, I personally like like most. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than the, the the authoritarian one, which yeah. I've seen uh, in many occasions in, in Russia, not so much, let's say, in the Netherlands or in the Western world. Yeah. So, here, uh, Sorka, I, I just, I just uh, wanted to ask uh, Thor something. Have you tried to implement an inclusive leadership style in, in the Russian area, in the authoritarian one? To some extent. <laughs> was, some it, extent. was it success? To some extent, yes. Some people don't like it and they simply say, I don't like it. Look, like, tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. You know? I need to follow, to follow orders. Uh, yeah, what is the, let's say, because I was in the, in the finance part, so tell me what I need to do. Okay, this is, let's say we were transforming balance sheets uh, mm. uh, uh, to, to IFRS. That's what we, for those who know finance, you know, yeah. from local gap to IFRS, we were doing this. And then this lady in the team said, look, I, I don't want to know how we do it. You know, this is what I need to do. These are the differences. So just check them. Are they okay? Yes, no. And then frame. you take it from there mm-hmm. and, and, and you deal with it further. I, I don't need to go to present the results. I'm, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, to some extent you have, you have to, you have to adopt uh, one way or the other uh, and, and take on board mm-hmm. the local culture. And if it's not ready yet for that type of inclusive mm-hmm. leadership that we know more in the West, 
then you, we, you know you don't have to push people because if you push them yeah. too much yeah. then it will be underperformance so people might leave they'll say this is this yeah. is yeah. empathy and emotional intelligence the key also <laughs> even if <laughs> the, the leadership is authoritarian uh, <laughs> yeah. while we're on a, on a cultural topic um, we one of our missions here is to really show how talented and how hardworking Bulgarian professionals are. Because we have um, many people, many watchers may don't realize it, but in Bulgaria we have uh, a lot of uh, uh, multinational investors uh, and a lot of uh, great businesses that are done here. Uh, you have a very impressive career along the way and now you eventually return back. Uh, can you tell us Both sides, like what are the great strengths of, of Bulgarians in, in a professional uh, aspect and uh, what do we have to work on in your point, point of view, in your uh, experience internationally? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Carl. Yeah, well, I think it's a good topic and it's an important topic. And the truth is, no matter what happens around us, that there are more and more people coming back, which is great. Yeah. They're schooled more in the West and they come back and they bring that change with them. You know, to me, the answer will be very simple. It's just hard work. Huh? And I probably it's it's valid for any place. Huh? No matter where you sit, hard work. When I went there, I really okay. It was 20 years ago, so times were different. But you really have to prove yourself on a daily basis, and it, it's not easy. Huh? That's the the first thing. So it's hard work, and the second thing is you really have to like what you're doing. And I think then. It is somebody was saying that, you know, then it seems like you haven't really worked. So if you like what you're doing at the end of the day, it doesn't really feel that heavy. It doesn't yeah. feel like you have done yeah. some real job. But, yeah. but so these are the two, I think my recipe is like that hard work, especially at the beginning, huh? because mm. you have to prove yourself, especially if you are, when if you come from the East box mm-hmm. to the West, like it was 20 years ago, I think the gap was really visible. Yeah. Now it's obviously much less due to those foreign investors that came in here. Mm. They brought in that culture and, mm. and you know, it's a different generation. Huh? So the, the millennials and, and so on, mm. probably some of the listeners and viewers. Mm. So it is it is it's a different time, but but really the recipe is very simple. It is hard work and you have to have it inside you. Huh? That that intrinsic motivation, mm. I think it's, it's very important for you to succeed. Huh? Yeah, it turns out we are quite uh, uh, similar to the working ideals of the West, and uh, somehow we tend to match up uh, on the on the culture level in the companies. Um, and, yeah, and, you know that, and that hurt, working hard, it's it's also visible eh? because, mm. and I, you know, we cannot, we shouldn't generalize about people. There are different people everywhere these yeah. days. You know, the global village people move around. It's it's much different than twenty, thirty years ago. But mm. what 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 really what was appreciated back then and probably still is is that because of most of the time we are hardworking. You know, we don't have the five to, uh, the nine to five mentality. Mm. You know, I've stayed to to work till late on projects, especially the first. Five years. Not that I don't work hard these days, but I'm much more balanced, you know. I know, yeah. but back then you're just maybe <laughs> inefficient. <laughs> yeah. Back then you're sort of a hungry beaver, and you have yeah, to you have to prove yeah. yourself, or you work hard. And most yeah. of the time you would work extra than some of your peers, huh? because over there it's and it's it's not good or bad. Is that if you want to prove yourself and you and you want to grow, this is the way to yeah. do it. Huh? Mm, personal preference. Okay, and while you are saying that, um, how do you keep your drive? Like uh, you're also a family guy, a very hardworking guy. Uh, for all the people that don't know, it's very difficult to have an MBA while you're on the top management levels and having a family at the same time. <laughs> so how do you keep your drive and yeah. continuously do uh, the amazing things that you do? 
That's a, that's a good question. I hope they are amazing. So thanks for that. <laughs> but um, well, it's is um, it's it's not easy. I think again with with time that that famous work life balance, and we can talk about this in, in the whole series. But the work life balance is different for 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 each and every one of us. Mm. Of course, once you have a family, and and then when the children come, it is different, mm. and you have to you have to realize that and give enough time for that because I've seen different examples. Huh? I've seen examples where people continue to work very hard and then that definitely impacts your, your private life. Huh? It's also a conscious decision how to do it. You do become more efficient. You become more used to what you do. As, mm. That's what I said. Huh? Leadership, I think leaders grow also with uh, with with age and with gaining that experience. Huh? I've seen it. I just allow me to, to, to say something that might be interesting. Like yesterday, I saw a news about... Uh, Another very famous leader, you guys remember immediately, that that has become the third person in the world that is uh, 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 has a net worth of more than a hundred billion. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm Mark talking about, yeah. right? And you know, I've seen interviews with with him, and I think he's a brilliant guy with great ideas. But is he really the the best leader you've seen? Mm. <laughs> you know, so probably with time, with some more reason. Not that I'm criticizing anything. I'm just looking at different examples and different different mm. leaders. So I I do believe well, the point I was trying to make. You can be really brilliant. But then you still have to have a plan to work on things to become a really successful leader. Mm. And those things takes time. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So uh, how do you keep, go back on your question, how, how do you keep the drive? Well, you know, the, the problem that I have seen is that if you grow the corporate ladder quite fast, and I think I've seen most of, a lot of colleagues, let's say in the MBA and that have done that, you know, like, like quite continuous growth and you reach, mm. um, let's say a C-level suit at your mid-30s. You sort of think like, okay, what's next? And that's a point of reckoning that that it, that is quite important. It it might lose you for some time. So, what happened with me is basically I, I sort of left the corporate world for um uh, for a year, year and a half, and just did my own things, like mm. start up my own business, did 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 some consulting outside of that. So a little bit break from that because you've mm. in a way you've sort of seen it all. Mm. Yeah. And 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 that's then it's if you lose the drive. Even at a at a more senior uh, management level, if you lose the drive, then you're not mm. not that same leader. Because eh? mm. the leader also has to have new ideas. You have to be, you know, what we discussed earlier, visionary. You have to create new things. You have to be bold in things that you that you make and you do. You propose. You say, okay, let's do that. Let's launch this new product. Or you know, you have to come up with these ideas. If you don't have them, probably you're not really a very yeah. good leader. Eh? No, or you're not in the state of desire. So of if you lose that, you have to think of what to do to get it back, eh? to get that hunger back back in yeah. your system. Eh? In the West, they are incorporating it as sabbatical or something like that. But uh, I think uh, here we have to do it on our own. Yeah, you, you can do just something else. I've seen it in different, and there are different examples as well. So I've seen that. Of course. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's uh, quite dependent on on how soon you reach uh, your goals because uh, when when you say in the mid 30s uh, uh, you're in the C-suite and, and so on it doesn't happen for everyone and uh, yeah of it course, of course yeah. Everyone, but it happens to to other people so i said if you have the you know the right qualities and the drive mm. i think the rest uh, the, the rest can be thought huh? so absolutely uh, so yeah, but work-life balance, just to, to add on a bit on that topic, is not easy. This is this yeah. is not easy. And as we've seen in the books, uh, and I've had also moments like that, like a burnout, you've seen that, the, mm. the, you know, working 
if you lose the work-life balance or you focus too much on your work, it, it might lead in cases to, to a burnout. And then that helps you to realize it's the, in that book again, I, we, we, we did the MBA to, not too long ago. So I still remember the crucibles as they call mm, it. Yeah. Yeah. That moment where you actually crash. Yeah. And then you, and then you realize it, then you slowly build up uh, mm. uh, back, back, uh, back uh, in your career. So we, we already had a, a whole episode on the topic and I think it's really important because now it's um, uh, more important than ever because the, the circumstances that we work in are different. And w when you have the, the situation in which your home because becomes your workplace, like in the very moment <laughs> uh, in 2020, uh, then you have to be very self-conscious and very self-aware on what are you doing and how much you're burning and yeah. uh, uh, how to regain Um, some of this right. strength, like how to fuel yourself up, how to rest, things like that. Yeah. So if you have like one advice you can give to, to people on, on dealing with, uh, with this uh, stress and uh, pushing back on burnout, what, what would we be? Um, I don't know if I can give you the one advice, but, uh, uh, you know, make sure you have time on, on your own for yourself or for the family. And really mm. it's not easy. Eh? It is not easy, but, and I've, I've, I've done that. Uh, if, if some of my, uh, let's say superiors are ever going to listen to that. Mm. I've had weeks uh, when, uh, let's say I'll go on holiday, like when I was really, really like close to a burnout mm. and I simply switch off the phone and I just leave it, uh, Uh, you know, just telephone calls in case yeah. there is an emergency. Mm. Normally, Normal you know, going out the letter, you're part of crisis committees and, and yeah. you know, bodies like that where you have to be reachable. Mm. But then I don't read, uh, I don't read emails. Uh, emails. Yeah. I, you don't see that sound that's mm. always email coming up and you have 100, 200 yeah. emails that, that, that keep on buzzing <laughs> you and eventually you just, you're tempted and you go on yeah. it. So you know, my advice would be uh, take time for your own for mm. your hobby for the family do something whatever it's different for everyone unwind huh? it's, mm. it's very important and 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 just to add on that for example uh, uh in, in 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 the current employer you have a two-week compulsory uh sort of holiday so you have to go on a paid leave for two weeks at least mm -hmm. that are you know um, back to, to back yeah mm -hmm. and then you're not allowed Uh, so there are IT controls to check that you're not entering the system, that you don't read emails. <laughs> and if they're very strict about, and there is a reason behind yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's not just uh, so that you know don't you don't get yeah. that uh, uh, yeah. you know uh, uh, allowance for for uh, for unused holidays. But it's mostly about you need the time to 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 unwind. Huh? And I think that's sort of a concept that's more widely accepted, more in the West still. I think mm -hmm. less so in Bulgaria. Or if you go further east, people say what two weeks of holiday, yeah. three weeks of holiday back to back. <laughs> yeah. Like what you're talking about? I mean, you okay. are out of work, eh? yeah. but it, there is a concept behind that. The three weeks that, is eh? the the standard German holiday. Well, you see, so and it, it's like it, it's sea level as well, and you think mm. it like what? But if you're a good leader, eh? you one of the qualities to delegate. Eh? So you would have delegated. You if mm. if you are inclusive yeah. leader, you would, other people on the on the team would know, and if something happens that would require your decision, they'll be able to do it because you know you've kept them at the same level, so they're well informed and they they're able to take an informed decision even without you. You know, yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it also relates to how well you think of your succession. Like in some companies, they have succession plans and so on. But uh, I think that every leader should uh, be responsible for his own succession. Like I don't want to go in a two week holiday. Of course, uh, as you said, uh, you have to be reachable on the mobile uh, if something is very urgent. But then um, I want I want to know that the people that are working with me uh, know the stuff and uh, can um, at least 80% of the decisions they can take on their own. 
So yeah, I, I totally support you that uh, you have to be able to transfer the things that uh, that you're doing. Yeah, when you know, when you're young, you think like, ah, it's okay, you know, another sleepless night, it's fine. Mm. Again, I'm coming back to something with age and with family, and then when your private life takes a different mm. shape than than you know the sort of the more younger party only yeah. type <laughs> private life, then then things change, and that mm. is is, yeah. is, a, is a good time to sort of re reevaluate uh, some priorities. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that that naturally leads us uh, to the next question which we more or less have already discussed and uh, touched upon but anyway this is our signature question so fire away what is what is your recipe for leadership growth for leadership growth yeah well i i, I probably said it already but yeah, uh, it, it was uh, it was stay work. authentic to yourself yeah. that's one uh and and then to your own qualities and then the other thing is you know you hard work you have to know what you're talking about mm. i you know i i've seen leaders that are i have examples of people that just believe they're really good leaders but it's, it's just the leadership is not enough uh, mm. you have to know what you're talking about the the, the stuff behind Conf so, confidence doesn't equal competence that's mm. that's true that's true so uh, you know as as a and i said use this again and you have to have a plan So mm. these are these are let's say it became not just one, but you have to have a plan in place for yourself, the yeah. leadership development plan or whatever you call it. That that boils down to the to that self awareness. So you know these sort of keywords. You know that stay authentic to yourself, but have a plan on on how to deal with your weaknesses. You can yeah. even the best leaders have things to to work on. Mm. Also, because we're not working in a static environment, things change. Eh? Mm. Like I have a friend of mine who's now just starting a, a as a new GM position, as a matter mm. of fact, and. And from a distance, eh? he has about 150 people in subordination with direct reports and everything, and he hasn't met them. <laughs> you know, so it's a completely new situation. So it's it's yeah. a new situation. Yeah, it is triggered by by the whole COVID 19 developments, yeah. but even so, you, you you have to remain agile. Eh? And, you have to and find then, a way. Yeah. And then suddenly you think you're really the best leader, but actually you don't have the quality. So what do you do with this? So I'm very curious. <laughs> if if I knew how he's, I hope he'll he'll do he'll do great. But it's a it's 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 a it's a challenging time, and you have to be prepared for that. And then if you have a plan on how to deal with it, probably you deal Absolutely. with it well. So you need to have the plan. And uh, how the whole thing goes, if it's not scheduled, it won't happen. <laughs> so, uh, you have to schedule your plan and uh, try to, to uh, move along the way with the milestones and so on. Great, great uh, interview today. Uh, so I will wrap up our meeting. Um, I want to thank you again, Todor, for coming and for participating. I'm sure that this is not the last time that we uh, talk uh, together on the yeah. show. Um, so for today's episode, uh, the key moments were how we can move along the corporate ladder, uh, evolving and not staying on the same place, how we can uh, stay true to our strengths and uh, how important hard work is. I want to thank you all for listening and for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, to share our content. Uh, lots to come. Bye. See you next time. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.